Have you ever heard of Kung Pao chicken wings? Or maybe tandoori chicken tacos? Well, regardless of whether you've heard of them, both these plates don't sound like the typical meal you might find at your local restaurant. That's because they aren't. Both of these dishes came out of a popular trend that emerged in the 90s, fusion cooking. You are listening to the Cultural Cooking Radio. Cultural Cooking's goal is to unite different cultures based on recipes, ingredients, and eating trends found in each of them. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. So what exactly is fusion cooking? Fusion cooking is combining various culinary techniques and ideas into one dish. They're usually products of interactions between two or more different cultures. Although the term was coined fairly recently, the idea has been prevalent throughout all of history. As trade became an important means of economic growth, cultural ideas were exchanged in addition to materials. One classic example is noodles. When Marco Polo trekked to Asia, he brought back Chinese noodles. Eventually, noodles became an Italian staple because it transformed into spaghetti. Through simple exchanges like these, variations of different recipes emerged throughout the world. However, the true combination of two distinct recipes didn't begin until the late 1900s. Many of you may know the famous chef Wolfgang Puck, who used his European background and knowledge of Asian dishes to create unconventional recipes. Soon, we saw the advent of barbecue nachos and buffalo chicken spring rolls all in one dish. Now, before we delve deeper, one thing to keep in mind is that there are two types of fusion cooking. There's one much like what Wolfgang Puck did, which was combining two completely different recipes into one dish. But there's also the more subtle one, like the movement of noodles, whose purpose is to adapt to our taste. The latter is prevalent in every dish, even if it wasn't your intention to create a fusion. Take Italian pizza, for example. If you have ever met someone who traveled to Italy, one of the first things they mention is how Italian pizza tastes completely different than the pizza at the local Domino's. This is because the pizza in America has been transformed to cater to American tastes. Pizza was first introduced to America around 1903, and it was owned by a small Italian business owner. For the next 40 years, pizza retained its Italian origins and was primarily consumed by Italian immigrants or those from Italian descent. However, after World War II, many war veterans came back from Europe and had a taste of Italian cuisine. This is when pizza began to popularize around the U.S. and eventually transformed into a dish enjoyed by all Americans. This type of fusion was adapted by the culture and transformed to cater to the specific taste. But pizza is not the only dish to undergo this type of transformation. Typically, countries with many immigrants, like the United States, have these variations of certain foods. For example, many know that Indian food is much less spicy in the U.S. than in back in the home country. Similarly, Japanese sushi has a much more fishy taste than the one found at the local grocery store. 
I interviewed Eva Rivera, who is the owner of Bella Sofia Sugarcrafts, a bakery in New York City. Rivera came from the Dominican Republic to the United States when she was five years old and incorporates many aspects of her culture into some of the desserts she bakes. So I take a lot of pride in being um, from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think that it's important to keep your heritage, even though you live in another country. Um, just bring that along with you and, and make what's here already, you know, a little bit better and enhance it um, through our own flavors and our, you know, our own um, kind of mm-hmm. infusion. Um, so what my thought was that I would kind of show a little bit of, of my background mm-hmm. and just put it together in a way that it would be kind of Americanized. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like a, like a cupcake. Great. Everyone here knows what a cupcake yeah. is. <laughs> kind of change it up and bring some of my, my flavors and hey, be like, hey, have a taste of what you can find on the island. Rivera experimented with a different type of fusion. What she did was she took some aspects of a popular drink in the Dominican Republic called Coquito, and she took those flavors and put them in an American tart. I do a lot, anything that's dessert, and I love to just um, eat it and kind of transform it with some of uh, my flavors. Um, I like to make, like, for example, we have this drink in our, in our culture. It's called morir soñando. Mostly just means that, like, it's so amazing that you could, like, just, you know, float away in your sleep. Um, and it's basically, uh, milk. It's usually evaporated milk. Um, orange juice, uh, some lemon zest, and vanilla. I have a tart where I do a um, orange gelée with some, a milk crumble, and I add some vanilla in there and a white chocolate vanilla bean drizzle with some lemon zest on top. So I just take those flavors from those mm-hmm. drinks mm-hmm. and I kind of change it into a different dessert. With all of this fusion, one thing that Rivera strongly believes is that no matter where you come from, you should always retain your cultural background. I love it. Um, It's it's how I came to do what I do. Um, I think that it shows um, both like where you come from and how you adapted to where you are now. So it's kind of like the old and the new together. I always think that something amazing can come out of that. So the type of fusion that Rivera uses blends two cultures to adapt to new tastes. However, as I mentioned before, there is another type of fusion cooking which intentionally and deliberately combines two recipes into one. There is no true name for this, but some examples include black bean egg rolls, sushi burritos, and naan pizza. This fusion puts together two distinct foods on one plate, but retains the individual cultural components and uniqueness of each dish. Although the names of these foods may seem silly at first, 
Bringing together two types of foods has a larger impact on our identities. While each culture is unique, it can be compatible with one another to some extent. You may not like certain Indian spices, but eating naan pizza allows you to enjoy food found in Indian culture. Cheesy quesadillas may not be your favorite dish, but by turning it into a Greek quesadilla, you can add your own flavors and make your own adaptation. By combining foods from different parts of the world, it becomes easier for immigrants to integrate into a new country while retaining their origins, and a native to welcome a foreigner while learning about a new culture. I'm Hiba Samdani, and you're listening to the Cultural Cooking Radio. Thanks for listening.